Welcome to your very first podcast episode of The Counselor's Perspective. My name is Danielle Ramdial. I am a mental health counselor and life coach. I've worked with families and children for the past 12 years, teaching and counseling diverse generations with the hope that stronger relationships will emerge and allow for new legacies to take root. So it is with utmost gratitude that I thank you for tuning in today. My goal with this podcast is to take matters of the heart, circumstances in our lives, and situations we live in day to day, and provide you, dear listeners, with a different perspective. Now, (laughs) I won't try to know it all, but I will promise you that at the end of my podcasts, you will have new techniques, new equipment, if you will, that you can use in your everyday life. So with that being said, let's get started with the counselor's perspective. One of the most important topics that I would like to discuss is the ever taboo topic of mental health. Now, when you hear that term mental health, tell me listeners, what comes to mind? Have you ever stopped to think about that? Just what exactly is mental health? I bet that most of the listeners we have tuned in today have only recently heard of the phrase mental health. In fact, I venture to say that it is solely due to our now ending global pandemic that we have become acquainted with the term. Before my studies of becoming a Christian counselor, I myself fell into that same category. And I suppose that before my acknowledgement of mental health, Like you, I associated that term with people in straitjackets and padded walls. But can I tell you that I was so incredibly far from the truth? Mental health, to set the record straight, is the condition of being sound, both mentally and emotionally, and by adequate adjustment, especially in feeling comfortable about yourself. We can easily say that mental health is the general condition of one's mental and emotional state. Now, let's be honest. If you're like me and if you grew up near the same era as I, taking care of your emotional and mental well-being was just unheard of. In fact, it was quite the opposite. To speak of our emotions and well-being was to allow ourselves to become vulnerable. And to become vulnerable meant to show signs of weakness. I'm not exactly sure why there was little to no understanding of the concept, much less implementing it into our lives or teaching it to our children. Or let's take it even one step further putting programs into place within schools, in churches, or the workplace that could equip generations of individuals how to cope with what they go through in life. Why was there such a lack of emotional intelligence 30, 40 years ago? Why was the only light that was shed on mental health was one of 
being called or known as a nutcase or you just have issues. It's extremely disheartening to me that decades after decades, mental health was neglected for none other than a lack of knowledge or understanding. What if we could all just entertain the idea that with the same mindset that huge corporations and industries push fashion, fitness, academics even, that mental health or mental hygiene, as I like to call it, was something that could be given the same platform. Imagine how our children would be able to thrive because we would be able to teach them the significance of taking care of their well-being and emotions. I don't believe that one's well-being and mental health should be seen as weakness. Actress Glenn Close once said, what mental health needs is more sunlight, more candor, more unashamed conversation. And to that wonderful statement, I wholeheartedly agree. But in order for those unashamed conversations to happen, we must first destigmatize the term mental health. So allow me to submit to you this notion, listeners. If you are a diabetic, you know that you require insulin in order for your body to properly function. Similarly, if you have vision that is impaired, you require a visit to the optometrist office in order to get a prescription for glasses that will ultimately help your overall vision. Taking care of your mental health should be no different. Why should we feel ashamed to speak to an optometrist about our vision? Or why would we ever feel weak for having to use insulin to treat diabetes? Our emotions are no different. We as humans have emotions for a reason. I believe they act as a gauge that tells us when something is off, not right, when things are exciting or wonderful. Your mental health requires your attention every day. They lead to bigger issues, like a thread that you follow to get to the prize. We must end the stigma. For so long, we've shrugged off, suppressed, even belittled those significant identifiers that there is something our person, our bodies, our minds do not like or appreciate. It is only when we become aware of our emotions that we can begin to keep our minds in an overall better, healthier, and safer state. I want you to try this on for size. The next time you feel strained or devalued, or perhaps your boundaries have been violated so much to that it pushes you to a point where you feel triggered or bothered. 
I want you to try this instead. Press the hold button. That's right. I want you to hold those emotions. Allow yourself to feel them, but refuse to respond to them right away. If this places you in a spot where you feel like you are holding your tongue rather than letting them have a piece of your mind, good. And yes, I want you to know that it's okay to feel angry. It's okay to feel annoyed. It's okay to feel bothered about what we just spoke of. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. In fact, you are quite human. Because to be human is to feel things with our emotions. And I want to teach you, listeners, that in not immediately responding with the emotions of anger, irritation, or out of annoyance, you grow your emotional intelligence. Your emotional intelligence has to take over and can only do so when these other emotions subside. In doing so, you will continue to validate how you feel, but will respond using wisdom instead. Your mental health does not have to dominate your life. Paying attention to it will always set you up to build you to be a better, stronger version of you. That's all the time I have today. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Please subscribe to this podcast that will allow me to continue to serve you in this capacity. I want you to also look for me, listeners, on Instagram at Danielle Ramdial for more daily mental health tips and topics. And lastly, I leave you with this. With everyone that you take the time to be kind to, be sure to be kind to you too. Bye-bye.